Welcome to the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast powered by CBMC, the show for young Christian business guys about young Christian business guys. We talk sports, we talk business, but most importantly, we talk about Jesus. Today is October 13th, 2020. I am John Harrison, your host, and as a community, we are unapologetically Christian, unapologetically business guys, and unapologetically open and vulnerable about our lives, the challenges that we face in the faith and the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. We believe in spiritual mentorship, aka discipleship, learning what it means to follow Jesus from another person, and we believe in the power of peer groups. Surrounding yourself with others who are growing in their faith and will help you grow into the man that God designed you to be. So today, October 13th, we're bringing in a guest all the way from the West Coast, Boise, Idaho. I'm excited to hear his story. Welcome to the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast, Nash Falk. Nash, happy to have you, buddy. What's up, John? Happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Boise, Idaho. Tell me a little bit about Boise, Idaho, Nash. Boise, Idaho. I thought it was going to be land of potatoes. It's actually like a really, really cool state. We're about 45 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes uh, east of Boise in Mountain Home. My wife's in the Air Force, so that's what brought us to, to the area. Uh, but it's great. It's There's foothills and mountains. Everything's like we can go skiing. Skiing's an hour away, and then we can go to the – I mean, it's like a desert climate, so uh, not as cold. Um, it's I actually really, truly love the winters compared to Minnesota, but – it's been a great experience thus far. Mm. The one thing that sticks out to me about Boise is Boise State. They have a blue football field, the Boise mm-hmm. State Broncos. True. Um, but other than that, never been to Idaho. It sounds fantastic. So, Nash, tell us a little bit about yourself other than the fact that you live in Boise, Idaho. Huh. Um, what would you like to know, actually? Do you want me to start from the beginning? Yeah, start from your birthday, a little bit about, no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> give us your marital status. Tell us about your family, and then we'll get into a little bit about what you do for work. Okay, cool. So I am married, Melissa. She prefers Mel, um, but I'm married to Melissa. We've been married a little over a year, originally from Minneapolis. Like Newlyweds. Newlyweds, that's right. So far, so good. Um, grew up in Waverly, Minnesota. So that's like an hour west of Minneapolis. Mel is from Blaine, Spring Lake Park area. Went to St. Cloud State, hung around Minneapolis for a while. Now I'm out in Idaho. Nice. So you're, you've been married about a year. What's one thing that you have as you reflect? What's one thing that surprised you about marriage? Huh. Um, surprised me. Probably, probably lots of things, but I think, I think the one thing truly is the like coming together as one, that it's like, you hear that a lot. Like, you know, you two become one, you hear it, you hear it, you hear it. And then it's like the actual process of it is really, really interesting. The shedding, the shedding of self and the sacrificing and like, no, it's not always what Nash thinks, what Nash wants. It's like, I have to consult always consult my wife on every decision. So that really the process has been surprising actually doing it. That's really well said. Nash, tell us about your work life. Um, so I currently work at Textual, 
Um, my title is Chief Evangelist, which is actually really interesting for our show. But I mean, I wear many different hats. It's a, it's a early stage startup, so we're small-ish. So it's like my title changes every month, day, hour, minute. So it's I'm I'm mostly like if you think of an evangelist, I'm mostly like just I'm just telling people about what we do, who we are, and what we do. Mm-hmm. So fill us in. Who are you, and what do you do? Okay, Textual. So Textual is a text message marketing platform focused on um, direct conversions and intelligent product merchandising. So so really, there's a lot of like there's a lot of you know, Podium or Braze, there's a lot of text message platforms, but ours is essentially a brand will send you a text and you can just say, you just type yes to buy. So that's our differentiator. A lot of other companies are like, you've, you've probably gotten them, you get a text, it's a hyperlink, you got to click into the hyperlink to get the deal. And now you're clicking and clicking and you've left, you've abandoned your cart. So we're, we're built for like e-commerce D2C brands. And we've just cut out the friction in the buying experience. Man, sounds like you've made it even easier than Amazon to do business with. So does this yeah. work like would I subscribe to different brands that I'm interested in deals? Talk to me about how that works because I'm fascinated. I appreciate that. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, so for example, like Estee Lauder is one of our clients, like a cosmetic company. Um, what's your favorite brand? Mm. Well, it's hunting season. So I'm a seasonal brand guy. So in the summer, it's probably more of a golf brand in the fall. It's probably more of a hunting brand. Um, I would like to say that Sitka would be my favorite brand, although I own nothing of Sitka. <laughs> uh, but Yeti, Yeti's a great Yeti. brand. Oh, yeah. perfect. Perfect. Yeti. And we're going hard. I'm going hard after Yeti. We were, I think Yeti would be a perfect customer, but essentially Yeti. So Yeti will like you'll go on their website and it'll say, sign up for our email our email list, right? Mm -hmm. Subscribe to our email list. So same thing, except we're just capturing your phone number. And then, so you've subscribed to their text message list. And then they're going to send you, some people do daily deals, weekly deals, monthly deals. And it's same as an email campaign. It's just going to be a text campaign. And it's going to be easier, easier to purchase for you. That is so interesting like at a deep level. So for example, I could get a text right now that would say, Hey, we have a deal for the 24 ounce Rambler mm -hmm. for 19.99. Click to buy. Yeah. And just if I reply hit, yes to buy. Oh, I don't even have to click. So it just, I reply yes to buy. So then mm -hmm. my address and my credit card is on file and all of that. And it would just instantly go through the shipping platform and I would have the new 24 ounce Rambler at my house for 19.99 with a simple reply of a yes. Bang. Yep, exactly. You got it. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Come on. Textual. Textual. If, if people want to find out more information about this company, Nash, where should we direct them? Textual.com. T-E-X-T-U-A-L. Man, that's awesome. So what was your background before this, Nash? Uh, I've always been in sales. So I went to university for basketball. I didn't, I'm not a school guy. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't care. I'm here to play basketball. After I realized I was not going to the NBA. Um, yet. Yet. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, somebody, a professor actually said, you should get into staffing. So I got into staffing, which is sales in a way. And I've just been in sales. I went to sports engine. That's actually where I first met Dusty. We worked together there. 
Um, and then did a project at Dispatch with Dusty, um, started a chiropractic office with one of my teammates in college. Um, and I've just been in sales, sales, sales my entire career. I, lo I love I love all things like marketing and growth. So it's, it's a good, really good fit for me. So I'd be interested. You're a younger guy. You've had some different experiences, different size corporations from startups to a little mm -hmm. bit larger scale technology companies. Um, you, you, you know, we say sales. I've had some sales trainers on the show. We have guys across the country that listen to this show that are in sales. What are one or two things that you have found success with from a sales standpoint? Hmm. Um, I'm probably your, uh, maybe I am your traditional sales guy, but you know, it's like, um, it's just being a human with people. You know, like really my favorite book is how to win friends and influence people. You know, it's like the thing I loved about that book, it was like, it was stories about individuals who were like trying to do all these things to get the sale. Um, and then once they like step back and they just became a human with the person and like a friend, an actual friend with the person the sales just started like flowing in and, that, and that's been true my entire career. And that's, that's like the, my main, if I was training anybody, it would be, it would be to like understand really well who you are. Mm. First of all, like, what are your strengths? I know Gary Vee's a big, like, what are your strengths? Double down, double down, double down. Um, and then like go forward with that. So like understand your voice and just go be a human, fill the pipeline, go be a human. I like that. So that's a nice segue. When you talk about knowing yourself and, mm -hmm. and being yourself and being a human, uh, talk to me a little bit about what your walk with the Lord has looked like and kind of how you got to where you are today. Great. Um, so yeah, that, that's probably, that's a, that is a huge part of this. So I grew up in a raised Catholic, but we didn't really kind of a dysfunctional family, dad, alcoholic, mom kind of doing her thing. Um, lots of, lots of arguing, lots of fighting, physical and verbal. Um, so we went to church. We'd go to church like Christmas, Easter, you know, those, those days. Uh, but we didn't know the Lord. Like we didn't, we didn't read the book together. We didn't really eat dinner together. So it was like, did not know the Lord. My identity was in basketball for sure. Like I'm a basketball player. I'm a basketball player. Um, so went into college. I was a maniac in college. I, I think as most men maybe are, maybe not, maybe it's just me, but Still didn't know the Lord, um, went into the workforce, and I was like, I remember sitting down day one, and I was like, do I do this? Sat down on my computer, I'm like, so I do this for 40 years? Like, didn't make sense. So I've, I've always been successful, I think, because I'm a charismatic person. My dad used to say, you could sell water to a fish. Like, he just said, like, I've been a sales guy, I guess. Just so. So then I went to Sports Engine, doing well there, and I was like, I would drive in every day and I'm just like, there's gotta be more, you know, like I'm bored. I'm doing, I'm making the cash. I'm doing all the things that they tell me to do, right? Like be successful and get promoted, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that was 2016. I quit my job, actually myself two of my friends, we kind of both went on like a spiritual quest together. You know, at that point we were doing, we were trying everything. Like we're trying, we're, we're doing drugs, hedonism, you know, like, yoga, all these different philosophies, trying to land on something, land on something. And it was 2018, Jan January, 2018, went into my friend's place. He was reading the book of James, told me to read the book of James, started in the book of James. And it was like, I was like a sponge. Every question 
I've ever had was answered, answered. And then I moved into Proverbs and Psalms and I just like soaked, I just absolutely soaked it in. And it's been uh, every day, it's been just pure joy, like to continue to know the Lord. Hmm. So, uh, so yeah, 2018 is when it really, I guess it probably began long ago, but 2018 is when it really started. Hmm. I'm reflecting because it's, it's so powerful. So many things come to mind. You know, the word of God is alive. It's living, it's active. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. And you quote mm-hmm. and consider it pure joy, James chapter one, uh, two and three. And there's, there's so much just even that in that first chapter of James, um, that could be talked about, but fast forward now. So that was 2018. First off, praise God for changing hearts. You and me both, brother, praise the Lord that our names are written in the book of life and saved us from the searching. Because one thing we have in common is we went to the well thinking we could get pleasure, joy, abundance, peace from all the other things the world had to offer, but we found the never ending well. So praise God. Um, but I'll slow down a little bit. So now (laughs) what do you, what does your life look like today? Like what, what does your life look like today? What's different about Nash Falk today than two, three years ago? And what do your activities look like that are different than two or three years ago? That's such a good question. Um, I I think it would be, it'd be a no brainer. It'd be a no brainer if you brought like my, and it's true. If I go around my old friends, the people I was hanging out with during that period, it's just like, I'm a, I'm just a bad, I'm just a, he's made me a better man. I'm a better man. I I understand. He said, it's, I think it's one John, right? I don't know exactly where it is, but it's like, we know how to love because, because he showed us how to love, you know, it's like, I didn't know how to love. I was a, I was selfish. I was arrogant. I still, and I still have all these, but like, he is just like, Holy spirit is cleaning me up. And uh, I'm just, I'm just, I love better. I love right. I'm, I'm more responsible. I'm more committed. I like follow through. I we go on and on. I'm just like, <laughs> and it's not me, you know, and I know it's not me. It's like, cause it's so yes. The sanctification processes. Yeah. I was having a conversation with a guy earlier today, and I said, you know, Jesus and God and spirituality, it all used to be a slice in my life. It was, mm. a, it was a, a component of my life. And I was trying to pursue the things that I thought were going to bring me happiness, peace, success, right? And, and they had nothing to do with that slice of pie. Well, then when my own life, when I put Jesus and God at the center of my life, they became the hub. It was amazing how the things that I was searching for and desiring, all of a sudden I started to acquire them. More Mm -hmm. peace, more joy, more abundance. And it's just interesting how that works. And so when you talked about, first John, it's in there somewhere. You know, we love because he first loved us. And if it's not in there, I apologize. Uh, But that is so good, Nash. So we believe, I believe personally in the power of discipleship, the power of peer groups, the power of being in God's word daily. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of return on investment and time spent. When I talk about HVA, high value activities, the time that I've spent in God's word, even if I'm not really understanding what I'm reading, I know that my mind is being transformed from the time spent in God's word. So talk to me a little bit about your spiritual disciplines, what reading the word looks like in your life, 
Let's go yeah, there for a minute. Absolutely. So I start every morning with Jesus calling. Um, so, so I start every morning with Jesus calling, and then I read the connected verses and that kind of I, I love Jesus calling because it like it it dips me it dips me in and I and then I'm like and then I'm off you know mm-hmm. so it's like I start I start with Jesus calling every morning into the and then into the book and then I also have um, daily wisdom and daily hope from B- Billy Graham so those are the two devotionals Jesus calling is a third devotional um, and I start each morning in about an hour just just fully focused on um, prayer and the book, because I 100% agree with you. Like, and it's just it's just true. Like, if I if I miss a morning and I do it in the afternoon or in the evening, it's like, it's funny. It's funny to then read, to then read the Jesus Calling or something in the book, and it's like, wow, perfect. This would have been great. This would have been great to have for the day. But yeah, 100%. Like, he is. It's my fuel in the morning. Truly. Yeah. The uh, I wish I could recall the location, but the bread of life, man, mm. and and yeah. Jesus has to f- to feed on it. We have to feed on it. It's what fuels us. So, man, your journey is so fascinating. As I'm just reflecting here, um, are you still a basketball fan? Straight question. Uh, I don't play as much. I I love I love the game. I don't love what's happening right now in the league, um, but. I love the game. I'd you love watch, to play. Do you watch college basketball at all? Uh, yes. I'm kind of watching that less and less because one of my good friends was like, "Why would you watch that when you could watch per- the pros?" And there was a day when I, I was watching college, right? Because and it was like pass, pass, pass. You know, it's it's more fundamental, but like, and then I went over and it was like the Rockets, and it was like everybody who touches the ball is just like pure. It's pure gold. It's you know, it's the best of the best. So. I love it for the energy, but probably a pro guy at this point. Mm. Have you read any John Wooden books? Many, many years ago, mm. but yeah. no, it's been a while. So I love, I love John Wooden books. If you're looking to get some, some sort of, he's got a great blend of kind of leadership and uh, faith and obviously mm-hmm. basketball application, but I just love how he wrote. I love his fundamentals. And when you talked about getting better, being a better man, being more of the man that God created you to be, being more effective in different mm-hmm. areas of your life. I think some John Wooden books would be a good recommendation yeah. for that. So I want to ask you a few more questions, Nash. So here at the Young Christian Business Guy, powered by CBMC, we believe in the power of discipleship, learning what it means to follow Jesus and what it looks like to follow Jesus from another man. And we believe in the power of peer groups. So time spent around other people who are growing in their faith and can help you with affirmation, appreciation, but also accountability. Mm. So talk to me a little bit about your experience with either of those and what that's meant to you in your life. Yeah. The, uh, what comes to mind every time with this, this topic is Paul in Romans where he says, I long to come to you. I long to come to you so we can both be mutually encouraged. You know, it's like it wasn't Paul coming for him to be like to like lord over people and drop knowledge and be the guy, but it was like um, I want to be encouraged because it's true. And every time, like like this this time I'm having with you is like so encouraging. It's so it it totally fills me up, and it's so 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 important to be surrounded and in fellowship with believers. Mm, The mutually encouraged. 
That's awesome. I love that, Nash. All right. So, Nash, how old are you? I'm 30. 30. 30 sure. trips around the sun. Isn't that interesting if you just take a second and think about it? Is that we are actually on a planet that's spinning on a particular parallel that uh, goes around the sun th uh, once every 365 days. <laughs> and yet that's how we track. I'm not going to get down that rabbit hole. But so you've made 30 trips around the sun. You have had quite the, I would say, the spiritual awakening and the in in becoming a devout follower of Christ and the positive impacts you've not only seen here on earth, but you will experience for eternity. Imagine if you were sitting across from your younger self, let's say six, seven years ago. Hmm. Um, what are a couple things, maybe one thing that you would tell your younger self? Wow. You know, I've I have I've had this thought. It's like if we went back you know, like he says in the book all the time, like everything that's happening is for his glory, his eventual glory, his eventual glory, even if it's not like instant. It's like, so it's like, if I went back, would I tell myself anything different? I would want to, I'd want to be like, dude, get in. I, I, we, I meet with a lot of, like I have a Bible study tomorrow and everybody's, I mean, they're like 60, they're all probably 60 plus. And they're always, they see a young person, they're like, that's so good that you've got this now. You know, it's like, it took me till I was 30 something. So it's like, I would say, Hey, get this now, like submit to Christ, believe in Christ right now. But it's like, would I hear it? Would I be ready for it? Yes. If I, if I hear it and I listen to it, like, dude, knock it off. None of this stuff matters. All this stuff I'm chasing, all this stuff I worry about, none of it matters. Go to Christ. Mm. And that'd be like the only, that'd be the only thing, honestly. Yeah. But you also brought up a great point is, would you be ready? Would you be willing to hear it? And like you said, the trials, right? It's, it's James one, two, and three is so beautiful because it says the testing of your faith produces perseverance and let, let perseverance do its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Mm. Right. So as much as we want to look back and change things, uh, it's that serenity prayer, right? Where you, where we basically are, are saying, you know, give me the courage to change the things that I can. Um, and, and what, what is it? No, God, give me the, the wisdom to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can the wisdom to know the difference. I totally botched it twice. No, uh, so, so we're going to move forward from on from there, but the serenity prayer, yeah. I bet you I can think about it, but we're not going to, but, but it's, it's so powerful in that regard. And so I just, I appreciate your openness, right? Because I had a guy on the show one time, he said, you know what? I don't want to go through what I went through, mm -hmm. but because of the lessons I learned, I, I'm so happy. It's not different. I'm so happy because of the lessons that I learned. So that's super powerful. So Nash, uh, I'm going to ask you about the verse of the day. Hmm. Philippians 2.14, do everything without grumbling or arguing. Philippians 2.14, do everything without grumbling or arguing. Tell me about what this verse means to you. Oh, gosh. It's pretty self-explanatory. Do everything without... Uh, that's, you know, that's what I love about the book. You know, I've heard, I've heard some people say like, these are probably usually non-believers, but it's like, you can interpret the book however you want, interpret it however you want. It's like interpreting it however you want is like getting an Ikea package and being like, I'll put it together, put it together however I want. It's like, no, there's instructions in there. Like it tells you how to do it. But yeah, I mean, it's straightforward. It's like, and I'm a, I'm definitely, I'm a grumbler. I'm a, 
let's debate, let's get into, let's get into things. And it's like, and we are at a, we are certainly at a time uh, in humanity and civilization where it's like, it seems like that's all we're doing. We're grumbling, we're mad, we're arguing. And it's like, I just went, cause if you read the, if you continue to read, it says uh, like shine, shine, don't do any of that stuff. So you shine and people are like, what's with that? Why is that guy different? You know? And I want that. I want that. So I can say, here's why. So Philippians two fourteen is, is, and I'm going to read a couple of those verses. It says, do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. And then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. Mm. I mean, that is mm -hmm. powerful. Shine like the stars in the sky. Man, Nash, this was this was an amazing 25 minutes. It went quick. Thank you so much for your honesty, your, your openness, the story, your testimony, man, is so powerful. And if people want to follow you, want to stay up to date on what you're doing and you shared textual, is there anything else that, uh, ways that we can follow you or people can stay in touch with you? Uh, uh, gosh, that's a, <laughs> um, you can go on Twitter, I guess, Nash Falk at Nash at Falk at the Nash Falk on Instagram, Twitter, all platforms. No, it's just kidding. Uh, but Textual, man, I wish you all the best with what you have going on there at Textual. It's amazing. What a what an awesome platform it sounds like to really make the, the ease of doing business uh, that much simpler mm -hmm. and ways to bring value and deals to people with some of their favorite brands. So all the best, man. Uh, thanks for being you. Thank you for sharing your story. And I look forward to staying in touch. Yeah. Thank you, John. It was a pleasure. All right, Nash. Take care, bud. All right, peace. Oh man, so 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 good. I mean, I I get I just get the privilege and the honor of hearing these stories and connecting with these guys from coast to coast. And when I reflect back on some of the things that Nash talked about, um, I just really appreciated his vulnerability and his transparency of you know growing up in a in a challenging family situation, um, and then his search. Right. I just there was this, this theme of his search. He was he was trying all these different things and searching for peace and searching for joy and searching for pleasure. And then he started reading the word God's word and it opened his eyes, opened his arts. And now fast forward two years later, I think he summarized it and he said, I'm a better man. Praise God. Uh, he talked about from a sales standpoint, be human, be yourself right? Be yourself. God created you exactly the way that you are. So be yourself. Uh, and especially in sales and any other professional side of things, but be yourself. And then he talked about in, in his own life, in terms of discipleship and peer groups, he referenced Paul in the book of Romans, in which Paul said, you know, I, I, I long to be with you so that we can mutually encourage one another. Folks, we're meant to be in community. We're meant to be mutually encouraging one another. And then Nash shared the verse of the day, which is Philippians 2.14, do everything without grumbling or arguing. I'm going to meditate and marinate on that verse and make sure that I start to implement that in my own life. But uh, if you are interested in getting connected to a peer group, 
to a discipleship mentorship relationship, to a national call uh, with other young Christian business guys around the country, or if you're interested in learning what it means to be a Christian, please visit the YCBguy.com. Y is in young, C is in Christian, B is in business, guy, G-U-Y.com, and fill out your information and we can get you connected. Uh, so today, October 13th, 2020, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast powered by CBMC. I'm John Harrison, your host. Remember, stay on purpose. And we'll see you next time. Take care.